That is Shanice. And Shanice says she loves my smile. Yes, she's talking about me, by the way. I'm joking. She's talking about Butfinias and Dava, who is in the technical room. He's smiling from ear to ear. I think he loves the song so much. You are tuned in to SFM LNC, Late Night Conversations. And my name is Patricia Ntuli. We are talking legal conversations right now. And uh, as I've said, you are more than welcome to join in on the conversations by dialing in on 0891-104-207 or 011-714-4045. You can also WhatsApp us on 0614-104-107. I'd like to welcome our first guest, who is Duelo Thomas. Duelo Thomas is uh, an attorney at Thomas TR Attorneys Incorporated. Thank you very much for joining us, Duelo. Um, good evening, ma'am. Um, thank you for having me, and also good evening, good evening to uh, SAF. Duelo uh, just called me ma'am. You've just put a smile on my face. No one calls me that, Duelo. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Duelo, Especially given the current, current climate in the country. Um, thank you, ma'am. Um, thank you. Okay, so Duella, today, you know, we are aware of the current climate of uh, gender-based violence uh, increasing constantly. And it's one of those uh, issues that I think if we don't address up front, we are not going to be able to put an end to. However, we do also need our justice system to um, bend towards you know, assisting South Africans to feel safer and also bringing to book all perpetrators. It seems that we've got new bills that have been passed by the National Assembly that are set to be drafted into the South African law with amendments to the Marriage Act as well as the laws pertaining to sexual offences. Now, the approved bills... These were passed in Parliament last week, Tuesday on the 9th, will now be sent to the National Council of Provinces, who will review them and consider them before they are officially drafted. Before we go into them, especially the first two, which are just in our faces so much because they mean so much to most of us South Africans, what brought about the amendments to these particular uh, acts? What brought about the amendments? It's, uh, it's mainly the inequality uh, between uh, men and women. And as we, we all know that historically, uh, men have always uh, you know, had uh, the power over, over women. Um, also with regard to, to, to marriage, um, there was what used to be called um, marital power, where the, 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 the wife or the woman was uh, considered or rather treated more like, more like a child. Um, so um, I, 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 I would like to say that um, the whole change uh, is due to the fact that uh, back then uh, men used to be, or rather have all the power and the rights, and now you know the prince suffers essentially being balanced uh, by, by, by the state. Duello, who then came up to the Court of Law and said we'd like an amendment on uh, the Sexual Offences Act and also on uh, the Marriage Act? Was it a particular group or was it just a review that is generally done? Well, obviously, uh, there, there, there has been um, cases in court or matters in court where um, judgments have been made, where um, you know decisions were you know, I would say biased in the sense that they favored men more than, you know, they favored women. And as a result, uh, Parliament um, was made aware of such, um, such uh, you know, inequalities, in, you know, before the Court of Law. And then the Parliament had obviously, obviously had to debate and agree on certain amendments uh, to, to the law.
Let's go into the first one. And I think the first one is a very, very critical, and that is the Prescription in Civil and Criminal Matters Sexual Offences Amendment Bill, which seeks to ensure that the list of sexual offences that constitute rape is extended to include all acts committed under common or statutory law are prosecuted. Could you please explain to us the the, the uh, the current law before this uh, bill or act was put into place, that is the Criminal Procedure Act of 1970, uh, 1977. Could you perhaps explain what this particular um, criminal law said and where we are taking it to now? Um, the current position is that um, after, if, if an incident was to occur, uh, let's say today, it's, uh, um, June 20, 2020, or rather 15 June 2020, um, 20 years later, according to the current uh, current law, which is Section 18 of the Criminal Procedure Act, it means that after 20 years has expired, one would not have, um, uh, you know, the right to approach the court and say that um, there's a certain incident that happened 20 years ago, and meaning therefore that the courts do not, uh, you know, entertain such a such a case that has happened more than 20 years ago, and um, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if that uh, answers your question or if I have to uh, go beyond that. All right. So the 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 previous law or the current law before this one is being put into draft, the current criminal procedure law for sexual um, offences says that if the case is older than 20 years, then it cannot be taken to court. Is that correct? In a sense, that is correct. Yes, yeah. Now, I, we hear that it's also saying that it's going to be extended. I mean, the offences, sexual offences are going to be extended to include all acts committed under common or statutory law. Can you explain the extension to us? Because uh, for me as a South African, if someone violates my, my, my rights uh, physically or someone uh, touches me in a wrong way, I'd see that as a sexual offense. But when you're saying it's going to be extended, what else is being included within this amendment? Um, firstly, um, the limitation of 20 years um, is going to be scraped off, meaning that even if a case is more than 20 years old, and uh, the court can still entertain, you know, such a, such a case. And also remember that with regard to the old um, um, definition of rape, um, rape was only uh, with, uh, or rather limited to um, sexual penetration, um, you know, um, of a penis and a vagina. I'm, I'm hoping the language is, uh, is, uh, is, is proper, um, vagina and a penis. But then, with the with the with the extension or amendment of the rape or sexual offences act, now any penetration of any sort, you know, like even if it's a nose, uh, an ear, and you're using either a penis or an object, uh, an anal or vagina or anywhere, is considered to be either rape or violation of the sexual uh, offences act. So meaning that uh, the sexual offences uh, or rather the definition of rape has been expanded, and also acts of uh, sexual, sexual offence have also been, um, um, you know, extended. This is Late Night Conversations with me, Patricia Dooley. I am speaking to, to Duelo Thomas, who is an attorney at Thomas T.R. Attorneys Incorporated. And we are speaking about the two uh, amendment bills that have been passed by Parliament last week, Tuesday on the 9th of June. And uh, we are expecting them to be drafted into law. You can join in the conversation by dialing 0891104207 or 011-714-4045 if you'd like to join in on the conversation. Or alternatively, WhatsApp 0614 104107.
late night conversations late night conversations monday to thursday 10 pm till midnight Leading the late night conversations on SAFM with me, Patricia Nduli, we are taking a look at uh, some of the legal issues that uh, we are faced with here in South Africa. And I don't know whether to say, yay, it's a good thing that uh, there are some laws that have been uh, amended or to say, well, I'm not sure. (laughs) But uh, the reason why I'm saying this is because, you know, a lot of us right now are are really... um, between a, a, a rock and a hard place when it comes to the gender-based violence that we are facing in South Africa. We are speaking to Duelo Thomas uh, from the Thomas TR Attorneys Incorporated and we are speaking about the Amendment to Criminal Procedure Acts. We have been taking a look at uh, that of the Sexual Offences um, Act that has been passed by Parliament. Duelo, thank you very much for staying on the line with us and I'd like to remind everyone who's listening that you can join in on the conversation by dialing 011714 4045. Duelo, now if one opens up a case that is more than 20 years old, will that be challenging? Because we understand that the courts of law deal with evidence. It will be, it will be um, a, a huge challenge for, for, for the state uh, to prove such a case. Because uh, with uh, time having that, or so, uh, you know, uh, uh, an amount of time having that, you are now going to have a case where there's no or rather um, critical and very important uh, forensic evidence you know has uh, has been lost in the sense that um, in such cases you would find that one never you know um, the complainant uh, or the victim never attended uh, to um, a hospital or a doctor to be examined um, for, 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 for any you know form of sexual penetration and what such crucial and critical, um, uh, you know, forensic evidence missing is going to be, um, you know, a challenging task, you know, for the state to be able to prove such a case. Because um, remember, remember that um, with 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 our, our courts, our courts make, make decisions based on evidence. So in the end, we are going to have a situation of he says, you know, she says. Um, you know, the uh, one example I would I would I would make would be the case that was reported, I think, last year. Um, concerning uh, the Safa, Safa president, about I think uh, the lady's name is Williams or Selene Williams. She's now based in the UK. She reported such a case. It is going to be very difficult to, um, you know, for the state to prove such a case, given the fact that critical evidence has been lost, and also such, you know, a long period of time, you know, has lapsed, and also a recollection of, you know, uh, people's memories, you know, is going to be, you know, severely uh, tested. So it's going to be a very, very difficult task of, you know, for the state to be able to prove such cases. And at the same time, you are also going to have cases where, uh, you know, people were still minors or were still young, where uncles, uh, you know, stepfathers and so forth, or relatives, you know, have uh, sexually violated them, and meaning therefore that, you know, such cases do not go unpunished. So I would say that there's still uh, there's, there's, there's pros and cons with regard to you know, uh, opening the channel for people to be able to report cases. Some cases are going to be, would be able to be salvaged and some are actually going to be lost. But it's always going to remain, to remain a difficult task for the state to prove such cases. 
It's going to be a difficult task for the victims to come up, especially understanding how the courts of law work, that it's evidence um, that always works. I mean, just imagine the victim's anxiety, imagine the victim's anguish to want justice to be served. And then when you get to the court of law, it's he, he said, she said, and really nothing can happen. And at that time, you need to face your offender. You need to go back into your memory files. Do you think South Africans should be happy about this particular act? given the circumstances? Look, there's going to be enormous, there's going to be enormous uh, pressure on, on, on the victims to, to be able to stand before the court and, you know, uh, relate uh, you know, uh, those events that are more than 20 years old or, you know, that happened, you know, uh, very, very, you know, uh, long ago. Um, so it is, um, it, is, it is a relief and a burden at the same time in the sense that... Um, you, you are not going to have those victims sitting with those, uh, you know, uh, incidents, uh, eating them up alone sitting in a corner. You'll be able to, some some would actually even get uh, satisfaction by just speaking out, you know, by just, you know, having those issues ventilated, you know, before a court of law, whether, you know, the person is found guilty or not, they might find some, you know, find peace with regard to the fact that, you know, the issues have, you know, been ventilated. And at the same time, um, there's going to be that burden, you know, that comes with giving evidence in court relating to an issue that happened so long ago, whereby you don't remember certain, you know, incidents, and you are going to have the attorneys hammering on your loss of memory or loss of recollection with regard to the incident. So it is, it is um, uh, both, uh, you know, positive and progressive, and at the same time, it is going to be very, very challenging. Uh, on the on the victims of uh, sexual offences. I doubt that there will be any victims who will feel vindicated if justice is not served. Instead, the wounds will open up and they'll gush fresh blood once again instead of them feeling vindicated if there's no justice served based on the fact that they're going to be interrogated but there will be no evidence. But um, let's move on to our voice notes, uh, Duelo, and uh, see what mm. our listeners have to say. Good evening, Sis Perge. This is Maswabi in Kwakwa. Passing all those laws of sexual assault into the people, I think it's like adding formulas on mathematics without practical or without application. What do we do to the women who abuses? those laws that are favors them. All right, Maswabi's question. I'm not sure um, if you understood it, Duelo, but uh, he says, what will happen to women who abuse those laws? I, I, I don't really understand what he means by women who abuse those laws. Perhaps you might? Uh, okay, I, I suspect he means what will happen to women who would lay false rape charges against, against her. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I think he's relating to people or lady or women who would uh, come before the court and report false rape, rape cases against you know, uh, certain people. Because even now, it's a, current, it's a problem that is happening even currently, whereby certain cases are legit, uh, certain cases are real, you know, they have actually happened. And then we have certain cases which are actually, um, uh, you know, fabrications whereby um, there's, there's, there's this thing called Mabuso, whereby if people don't get Mabuso, uh, the first thing they do, they run to the police and say that, or rather cry, 
you know, cry rape to say that I was raped and everything. So um, it is a valid point that um, Mr. Maswadi, if I got his name correctly, uh, is raising to say that what is going to happen to such people who are going to, you know, lay false uh, charges of rape. Um, look, the, the, the law is there, there's, 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 there's perjury, there's law called perjury, whereby if you lie under oath, you make a statement under oath, lying under oath, um, if you are found to uh, have lied under oath by the court, you know, um, there's, there's, there's a charge called perjury. So if the state is satisfied that you have actually lied, you know, like you are happy, satisfied that you've actually lied, they should actually level charges of perjury against such a person and prosecute such a person for perjury, for having lied under oath before, uh, before a court. You know, because of the nature of old cases of sexual offence, whether it was a man who was raped by another man or a woman raped by a man or a child raped by a man, whatever the, the, the case of rape might be, because they're so old and evidence is going to be very difficult to find, we are going mm. to end up finding people a bit scared to come forward and say, I was raped 21 years ago or I was raped 15 years ago because there is no evidence. And at the end of the day, they'll mm. come across as people who were lying and might have cases of perjury opened against them by the perpetrators. I agree. These laws are progressive, but I think they are not holistically looking at... Uh, uh, do lie detector tests work in such circumstances? Clarity tester tests are not allowed uh, or admissible as evidence in criminal cases due to the standard of, of proof that is required uh, in a criminal case, which is uh, beyond reasonable doubt. And with lie detector tests, um, I mean, you know, such a system, um, you know, some people can beat it, um, you know, uh, some people can, like, can like, cheat it. So in a, generally, what I'm trying to say is that in a criminal um, justice system, All right, because certain people are just that slick. Voice note. I patent the guest. I would like to know what about the kidnapping? Kidnapping of a child. Is it not a serious offense? Because it leads to rape and um, sexual offense. I would like to know. Zola from Cape Town. All right, uh, Duelo, can Zola's case of a child being kidnapped be reopened if it's older than 20 years? Um, I believe it would be, especially if there is that connection. Um, I mean, if I understand the, the caller correctly, um, he's relating or connecting kidnapping with uh, rape. And usually uh, kidnapping and rape uh, go together. So I believe that um, even the kidnapping that includes a rape over 30 years old would be, uh, you know, capable of being opened or reopened. And at the same time, uh, remember that with um, uh, sexual offenses pertaining to minors or rape pertaining to minors, one is actually going to face uh, life imprisonment. Life imprisonment is found guilty by a court of law. 
Duelo, I think uh, in terms of us uh, having enough time to discuss these uh, laws, we'll have to take uh, next week, Monday again, to look at uh, the marriage law amendment, which is quite an interesting one as well, because it includes, um, you know, LGBTQI community in terms and common law marriages. And I think uh, if you are available next week, Monday at the same time, let's uh, look at that particular amendment bill. Is that fine with you? No problem. Excellent. Thank you very much for joining us, Duelo, and have a great evening. This is SAFM Late Night Conversation with me, Patricia Ntuli. We are going to be taking a bit of a breather. When we come back, we are talking, can men or how can men overcome lockdown, anxiety and depression as the economy opens up and we hit a slum? And hopefully these reforms or these ways of helping men overcome such anxiety could see the decrease or decline of gender-based violence. This is SAFM. FM late night conversations.